maintain one four thousand and reduce back to two five zero knots. Uh, we're doing that now, one four thousand and two fifty knots. You've got speed twenty two twenty seven. Thank you. Delta seventy one, reduce to two five zero knots. Delta seventy one, slow to two fifty. Hello and welcome to this second episode of Hacker Public Radio. I'm going to briefly go over X-Plane version 7 and how to do an approach, basic approach. So back when this was out, or when I received it, it was a good while ago. They're on version 9 now, and this was version 7 once I was playing with it. I used to know the proper way to do everything and what all the acronyms were, but this time around it's kind of a revisit, and it's similar to Microsoft Flight Simulator, but it's more flexible. And also it's a little bit more of a learning curve. If you've never used a flight sim before, you probably want to do Microsoft Flight Sim and then mess around with this guy because there's not as a whole lot of tutorials or anything like that in here for you. Okay, what you'll need is don't need a joystick. You can, for the text-to-speech engine, you can use AT&T National Voices, which is kind of interesting. For the image or game, you can use the retail copy, or if you are inclined, you can find a smaller copy that fits on a mini CD the 8mm, it's about 3, 4, or 500 megs, and it has like San Francisco, and the rest is just airports, so you're missing all the textures and all that stuff, but it's great for portability reasons. Alright, so you can fly around in circles and take off, you got the basics down. You want to land, now this is the easiest way, might not be the right way, but this is the easiest way that I found out how to land. Get the airport code, in my example, got KLAX and the runway is going to be 07R. Now, it'll be a little bit confusing when you look at the runways, but if you know the degrees, you'll figure it out. For example, 09 is going to be 90 degrees, which is going to be east. So you know that you're going to be flying that direction on the approach. Now, I'm sure, like I said, this is the easiest way to know how to do it. It's probably not the right way. You're probably supposed to do all kinds of crazy shit before you do any of this. but get the airport you're going to and then the actual field you want to land in and then the last thing you'll get is the frequency for it so in KLAX runway 07R I'm going to use 109.9 now all this information is going to be on the plates and the only way I've been able to find out how to get the plates you want is move the plane to that location and open up the plates that are around that area and kind of look around and find an airport you want and get those values from the actual plate and then proceed to go move the plane back to wherever you started from. There might be in this version a time lapse, speed up or slow down, but I wasn't even able to find it. But once you have your information, you have three pieces of information, the frequency, the runway, and the code for the actual airport. You're ready to go. This is the way I do it. I pull down to the GPS, press the down arrow key, and on the little panel there, we do down arrow, clear, clear, and then init. You put in the code, and then the AIRP key. Now, any of these acronyms, I don't know, don't care. I knew them at one point in time, but coming back to this, I just kind of eyeballed my way through it. Once you get it in there, it'll draw a red line to the direction of the airport. 
and that's where you just point your heading, and you're basically making a beeline. You're not taking any VORs or anything. You're making a straight beeline straight for the actual airport. Now, once you get within a block uh, where you can see it in the plate list, that's where you can get the frequency and stuff like that. You can pretty much fly anywhere you want, pull up the plate list, and and land on any airport you want using this method. Now, once you can see it in the plate view, you see your airport. You'll see the localizer, and like it looks a little like a little carrot. Now, once you're within the localizer, the actual navigation deal on the left side will start to pick up the signal, and then you can use the nav and autopilot to have it land the plane, or at least go in the general direction where it's supposed to go. Once you got the plate up, and you know which frequency you put in, you're going to use the nav 1 or 2, it doesn't matter which one, just as long as the active one is the one you have it set to on the knob. You're going to set it to the right frequency, and then you're going to move the CRS knob to the right direction. So in our example, it's 07R, so we'll set it to 70 degrees. So you're within the localizer, you got it to set to the right frequency, and you're good to go. It will start, once you hit it, once you pick up the frequency, the, the knob on the left will move, and that, yeah, that way you know it's kind of locked in, and that's when you can hit the autopilot. There's the vertical and horizontal sync. I've been had some problems with the vertical sometimes, so I don't just automatically click the vertical. There's something you have to set as far as elevation or reset the altimeter or something that I'm missing, which I don't feel like reading 7,000 books to figure out what it is. Alright, so you got your heading locked on the localizer, and it's going back and forth, and you're getting lined up and everything. You want to get your speed down, put the flaps up all the way, put the gears up down, make sure you have everything prepped and ready to go. And pretty much all you have to worry about is your altitude from here on, and then the pitch once you hit the actual landing field. I use put the flaps on one notch from all the way down, that way I don't have to have the speed too high. Um, and then right before I hit the actual runway, or right before I'm about to land, I kill the power and put on the brakes to max. And that's automatic brakes, so once you hit the ground, it starts putting on the brakes for you. Now, like I said, in the mini version that I have, if you go anywhere except like San Francisco, you're going to end up with just an airport in the middle of the air. And that might be possibly why my I'm having problems with the vertical autopilot and it's not landing properly so that might be the reason I'm not sure but that's gonna be something you're gonna miss when you use the smaller ISO alright some tips if you're on the approach you'll see a little icon towards the middle that looks like a plane and when you're about to stall you'll see that guy start dropping so what you want to do is keep an eye on that guy make sure that your nose is where you want it to be and make sure that, that your speed is high enough and your flaps are up that, that that guy doesn't start dropping. If he starts dropping, just give it some gas and you'll be able to come back up and either slow the speed down or put the nose down or whatever you got to do to get it to keep from stalling. For altitude, I use the hold option and vertical speed. Vertical speed's good for if you're going to be changing your altitude a lot. There's the elevator trim, which can kind of go haywire sometimes. So there's a reset option somewhere, which I haven't been able to find, to reset the elevator trim if you need to. But for just up and down motions, I'll use the vertical speed. 
In the map view, there's Synergon Aircraft, which is good for if you bring up a plate and you don't feel like clicking around. Just do the Synergon Aircraft, you'll know where you're at, and you can see your approach and all that stuff. Altitude, so you can just pick a plate, aim the heading in the right direction, have the frequency in there, and be good to go, and you can just land you know, wherever you want. You can also use the flight plan option, which is on the inner key, and pick a flight plan, pick an altitude, and it'll tell you when to decrease your speed, increase your altitude, decrease your altitude, etc. And it'll help you out on the approach and stuff too if you're new to it. That pretty much wraps up this episode. If you haven't checked out X-Plane, I would. Um, check out the new version. And also, if you are new to it, you probably want to try Microsoft Flight Sim. There's a little bit more of a learning curve or less learning curve there. And if anybody has any questions, just let me know. And if anybody's in the Atlanta area, look forward to seeing you at Outer Zone. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.